It's time to turn our attention to the LSU Tigers, and these are the keys to how Ole Miss is going to defeat the LSU Tigers. Man, this is my favorite game of the year. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. Also, the Rebels play the LSU Tigers Saturday at 5 p.m. Central Time. Will Lane Kiffin be able to bounce back from a disappointed effort in Alabama? Catch every play on the Rebels hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on Channel 191 or on the SXM app searching Ole Miss Rebels. The Locked On Ole Miss podcast is there as well. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. And I do want to let everybody know that you can download the Game Time Ticketing app, create a free account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. That'll come in handy with this game being a sellout and all. If you want to get in the gates for this LSU game, Game Time is your best option. Anyway, Let's turn the page to the LSU Tigers, and today we're going to do our Keys to Victory episode, the things that Ole Miss needs to take care of that's most important. All of that we're going to let you know a little bit about LSU. We're going to let you know about what needs to happen so you get an idea during the course of the week of what Ole Miss needs to do as well. The Keys today, Ole Miss needs to find a way to handle the front seven of LSU. LSU's front seven is good. They haven't exactly been producing at the level that they're good, but they're Alabama good. What Alabama did in the front seven, LSU is going to be able to do that same thing. So we have to figure out a way to handle what's going on there. Ole Miss must win third down in this game. When LSU plays poorly, teams win third down. Arkansas was like 8 of 14 on third down. FSU was like 9 of 15. Win third down. And also, don't be afraid to get creative at quarterback. Nobody doubts that Jackson Dart is the guy. But you have a situation that this offense runs a little bit better when the quarterback is involved in the run game. Maybe take some of those hits off of Jackson and make sure he's healthy against these athletes uh, and make the offense a little bit more dynamic. Um, And I think you can do that by using Spencer Sanders some in this game. Like I said, Jackson's the guy. But use of Spencer Sanders could help this offense out a lot as well. Those are our top three keys. And while we're going to break those down one by one. And, and, and the first one is handling LSU's front seven. And, and honestly, you have dudes all along that front. You have Mason Smith is coming back. But the main person that Ole Miss needs to um, realize is Harold Perkins. He is the player that kind of burst on the scene during last year's game and kind of took it over. And now, as this season has gone on, LSU's front seven seemingly has gotten a little bit better, and they are really good in long yardage situations. Against State, their front seven was basically unblockable. Against Arkansas, they're probably the reason Arkansas did not win that game. The defense as a whole for LSU this year has not been good. This is kind of an opposite type situation of what Ole Miss just saw 
against Alabama, but you need to earn the ball, earn the right to throw the ball downfield against that secondary. And that secondary, you look at Ole Miss's pass offense is number 19 in the country. LSU's pass defense is number 115. You can uh, get to this secondary, but you have to earn the right to do it. And how do you earn the right to do it? Well, for starters, you need to keep it as ahead of schedule moving towards the change. Third and 10, third and eight, you're not going to have much success against this front. LSU will win this game if Ole Miss is in third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, third and 10, most of the game. So Ole Miss needs to figure out a way to stay on schedule. And yes, I do realize this season when Ole Miss's offense has been good, it's been first down, first down, first down. It goes down like that. Ole Miss is only comp completing about 25% of their third down opportunities. And we'll talk about that in the next segment because uh, that's going to be a major, major key in this game. But how do you earn the right to throw the ball downfield against the secondary? And I think that is going to be a quick passing game. This is going to be a Caden Prescorn game. This is going to be a Jordan Watkins game. Honestly, what Ole Miss was being successful with against Alabama, I think you will see a little bit of that as well. You will see them throwing short to Jordan Watkins and Caden Prescorn. You'll have Trey Harris back. This is going to be a big game for Trey Harris. Playing against LSU, this, this game is going to mean something to Trey Harris. And since we saw him play against Alabama, and he might not have been 100% right, you have to assume that he's going to go against LSU. Zachary Franklin and Caden Priestcorn also going against Alabama. You have to assume that they will be in a little bit better shape this week than they were last week. And then you have Jordan Watkins, who, like I said, quietly is having an all-SEC season. And other than one pass, I think Jackson Dart played fine. The play calling let Ole Miss down against Alabama. You can't do that. You can't be static against these teams that have four and five star players. If they know what they're going, if they if they just have a one on one where you have to get right there and you know it's going to be right there, most of the time they're going to be able to do it. Alabama's defensive line is going to be good. Those are four and five star players. Ole Miss is struggling on the offensive line in large part because they're being cute. In the pass game, they want to throw third-level RPOs, which takes time to develop. With When the, running, the offensive line is run blocking, it's going to be harder to pass protect. So you're going to get your quarterback hit trying to throw the ball downhill, downfield against Georgia Tech, even against Tulane to some extent. You can get away with it against Mercer. You can get away with it. Heck, against probably six teams in the SEC this year, you'll be able to get away with it. Against Alabama, you're not going to be able to get away with it. Against LSU, you're not going to be able to get away with it. Against Georgia, you're not going to get away with it. Just period. I'm just being real with everybody on this. We cannot be stubborn in square peg and round hole and realize that every team is not the same. The defensive line at Alabama is not the defensive line at Mercer. That's what I'm saying. So why are we calling plays with them in mind? Why are we asking players to do things that they are not going to be able to do? And that is pass protect for two and a half seconds while a read gets made 
down at the third level. No, we need some quick passing game. Tempo, to me, is not only going fast in between plays, but it's also how fast the play itself happens. Is it a quick pass? Is it a longer pass? When the defense doesn't know what's going to happen they and they have to get up so quickly, there's going to be mistakes. Not every play can be a pass 25 yards downfield. No, that's arrogant. That is arrogant. And with this front seven, if Ole Miss does that, they're going to be in trouble. Because if LSU knows how and where to get after the quarterback, they'll be able to do it. Because they are good players. Harold Perkins exists. And if it's third and long, they're going to put him on the edge and they're going to tell him to go with the quarterback. And Micah Pettis isn't going to have a chance. And you're going to have to chip on him. And you're going to have to use a running back on him. And all of a sudden, you have three receivers out in the passing route on third and 10, and that makes it more difficult. You can't do that. You just can't. So Ole Miss is going to have to figure out a way to handle that front seven by using short tempo variances in their normal game plan. Maybe you have a pop pass to the tight end. Maybe you throw a hitch to a slot receiver. Maybe you throw a hitch to the outside guy. All of that is going to make the ball get out of the quarterback's hand quicker, and it's going to be a wasted rep for that LSU pass rush. You can't just drop back and throw the ball every play. You can't. No, Just like you can't run the ball and force it to happen every play. There has to be some sort of a variance in your offense because you're playing against high Division I-level players. And if Ole Miss does that, it's going to help Jackson Dart out. It's going to help the Ole Miss offense out. And it's going to help the running game out. Quinshawn Judkins, all of that is going to be better for Ole Miss calling a different game. It's like I said, you can't have a situation where every run play is between the tackles and every pass play is outside the numbers. And we fell into that trap against Tulane, and we fell into it a little bit against Alabama. So we'll see exactly how that goes, because this front seven, if we let it happen, has a chance to take over this football game. The number one key to beating the LSU Tigers is containing that front seven. It just is. Anyway, today I do want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the Game Time Ticketing Apps. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And with this game being a hard sellout, this may be the avenue to get in because we're going to give you a promo code at the end that's going to make it a little bit less expensive Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Their all-in prices show you your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two tags. Click, click. You're there. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. With zone deals, you pick the section, and the Game Time picks your seats for an average of 18% savings, and Game Time Guaranteed makes you make sure you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. 
You can download the Game Time app, create a free account, use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College. L O C K E D O N C O L L E G E. All one word for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, college football season is here. And this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. Central or Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel, including this one. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every day from Friday from 11 Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. You will not want to miss it. All right, so we talked about that LSU front seven, and LSU's front seven is by far going to be the most important unit on the field. But the most important thing will probably be third down conversion. If you see the number two, Ole Miss must win third down in this game. When LSU plays poorly, teams win third down. And that is absolutely the case. Everybody's going to talk about tight windows and things like that. You're playing good teams, okay? Receivers are good enough to get open. They're they're good enough to do their job. You need to make the throws. Even when a receiver is covered, he is open. He can you cannot cover a perfect throw. So it comes down to confidence at the quarterback position and being able and being willing to make the plays necessary to keep drives going. Because Ole Miss can't have a second quarter the way they had against Alabama. You can't do that. That keeps your defense on the field. That, that keeps a whole bunch. And when you're playing against this LSU offense, this LSU offense is probably the best offense that Ole Miss is going to play. Jane Daniels and Malik Neighbors, they're dudes. They're just dudes. And if you're not careful, they will victimize you in the same way that they did Mississippi State a couple of weeks ago. But the luck, the lucky thing for Ole Miss is Ole Miss's weak spot on the defensive side of the ball is probably their safety position. You notice that they've given up explosives nearly every game, including against Alabama, that kind of slam the door on what Ole Miss was doing. But LSU is a little bit different. They they like to play outside the numbers with their wide receivers. So Ole Miss is actually pretty good at cornerback. I, I like the matchup of Zamari Walton. I like DeAndre Prince. I like Deshaun Gaddy as an interim piece. Um, and the middle of the field not necessarily is going to be victimized if you look at what LSU does fairly consistently. Now, I'm sure they're going to look on film and they're going to figure out how to get Malik Neighbors into the middle of the field. I, I understand that. But if you look at what they're comfortable in doing, they don't necessarily do that. But Ole Miss against that secondary, we talked about in the first segment about Ole Miss needing to earn the right to be good on third down. And I, this is what I mean by that. You cannot get into a third and 10 against this defense. You cannot get again into a third and 12 against this defense. Heck, you can't get into a third and 12 against any defense. 
but you need to get into is some third and fours. And how do we get into third and fours? And that is by quick game. That is by hitches. That is that is by running the ball even when it is not there. You do it to prove a point to make them think about it. Because if these guys know exactly where the ball is going to be in four seconds, they're going to find a way to get there. So you need to put indecision in this front seven and earn the right to go after this secondary. And if you do that, Ole Miss is going to put up some points because I do think in the secondary, they have very poor matchups against Ole Miss's wide receivers, just almost across the board. And a lot of that has to do with recruiting and all of this stuff. And it just transfer portal, Brian Kelly trying, he's basically putting duct tape on that secondary at the moment. But this is the thing. You have to earn the right to do it. You cannot be third and long to where they drop back. They make those windows smaller and you're trying to attack against the LSU secondary that's got all their eyes on you. What you need is that indecision. You need LSU's linebackers to be worried about what's going to happen in front of them, behind them, to the right of them, and to the left of them, and not have any idea what's going to go. And the way you do that is through jet sweeps. The way you do that is through tight end pop passes. That is going to open up the run game. That is, we're going to see what that run game was when like Snoop Connor was doing his thing, if that happens. But you also need to change the spot of the quarterback. You need moving pockets. You need rolling out. You need to utilize the quarterback run game. If you do all of those things, and honestly, you should have done them against Alabama because you were playing against a similar talent base, but you had a little bit of arrogance in your play calling, and you thought you might have been the smartest person in the room. And that that's fine. Everybody, once everybody tells you an offensive genius, you're going to believe it. But after these humbling experiences, Lane Kiffin usually gets an idea of what's going on. And with the return of Caden Priestcorn, with the, the more healthiness of Trey Harris, the more healthiness of Zachary Franklin, you will have all of your weapons on the field and healthy for the first time this year. Use them. Figure out what you need to do. Trey Harris, perfect for a hitch pass. Might only gain five yards. That's absolutely fine. If you gain five yards every play, you're going to score a touchdown. Period. Take what the defense gives you and also do the things that make the other stuff work. Because if you're only running inside the uh, hash marks and you're only throwing outside the numbers, the defense knows what's coming. Period. You can't fall into that trap. And I, I honestly expect Lane Kiffin to not fall into that trap. And in the next segment, we're going to tell you why I think Lane Kiffin is not going to fall into that trap. And it isn't an indictment on Jackson Dart. Has nothing to do with Jackson Dart other than protecting him. But I do think Ole Miss does have the quarterback room. They need to utilize it. You're paying all that money for it. You probably should use it. So stick around for that. If you need fresh groceries for the week and you don't have time to go to the store, try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. 
You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best one in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? Now you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with $0 delivery on all eligible orders with Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutes right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers grocery exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order. Order up to $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Limited time offer and terms apply. That's 50% off a $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter Locked On College, that's all one word. Don't forget, that's code Locked On College for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. The Rebels play the LSU Tigers Saturday at 5 o'clock Central. Will Lane Kiffin be able to bounce back from a disappointed effort in Alabama Catch every play of the Rebels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM channel 191 or on the SXM app. Search Ole Miss Rebels. All right, so we're going over the keys to victory for the game. Hello, this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, and I am Stephen Willis. And if you look at the keys of the game, the third one is do not afraid be afraid to get creative at quarterback. And this is not a call to bench Jackson Dart. I've seen that post on social media. This is not that, okay? But what this is, is Ole Miss is paying a ton of money for a backup quarterback that is a fantastic runner. This is an opportunity against teams like Alabama and LSU and Georgia, those teams, to take some hits off of Jackson Dart because you need to run the quarterback in this offense. The way it's set up right now, you need to run the quarterback. So it's either get Jackson beat up going back-to-back LSU and Alabama or do some of the stuff that you were planning on doing with Jackson Dart, do it with Spencer Sanders. Let Spencer Sanders take those licks uh, because he is a very good running back and it will force the defense to kind of like, whoa, 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 what is going on here? And this is an opportunity to take LSU a little bit by surprise. And that running that Spencer Sanders can do will actually make the offense a little bit better when Jackson Dart is in the game. It's going to make that defensive line, that front seven, hesitate a little bit. It's going to make them think a little bit as they're going to play a little bit slower. I I think there could be a situation potentially where Spencer Sanders gets 10 plays in this ballgame. This is not because, you know, Jackson Dart has done anything wrong. This is actually about protecting Jackson Dart. And if you have different systems, you can work with Spencer Sanders that is different from the Jackson Stark stuff to provide a little bit of a different look for LSU, kind of increasing your your playbook a little bit, jump-starting the running game. I do think Quinshawn will be a little bit better with um, Spencer Sanders in the game because of the threat of the pull because Spencer Sanders is such an elite runner. Honestly, Another thing Ole should do, Ole should probably think of the trick play where both Spencer Sanders and Jackson Dart on the field at the same time. Maybe you do that as a script series. It's okay to get gimmicky. 
It is okay to get gimmicky. But during the game, that is a nice way to where you can have another script because they are so good, Charlie Weiss and Lane Kiffin, coming up with a script against whoever they're playing. Now, they didn't score the first drive against Alabama, but the after they got it back, they went straight down the field and scored. So this would be an opportunity almost for a second script that you could run sometime in the second or third quarter that would make LSU kind of, you know, like what is going on here? What is happening? Did they pull the quarterback? All the questions that they're going to ask, that would give you the advantage um, in this game. I tell you, this is just a great game. I, I, I love this game. This is the game I most want to win. We are going to have Caroline Fitton later in the week. We are going to um, do a lot of stuff as it comes. But it's really interesting. But before I get out of here, I do want to tell you, LSU people are watching the replays of the Ole Miss Alabama game, okay? And if you look at Are You Serious Sports as AYS Sports, watching this Ole Miss Bama film, and this has to be one of the worst called offensive games I've ever seen from a Lane Kiffin team. Don't Doesn't mean by any stretch that LSU can just walk into Oxford and win, and they'll have to be ready to fight. But this was a poorly called offensive game. It doesn't change what was said. And I realize what was said by Lane Kiffin in his Sunday media thing about how, you know, he deflected that and you don't ask questions after a win about how it's done. That doesn't matter. Everybody needs to be held account for doing poorly. And that game plan, the way that game was called, that game was on the coaches, more so than the players. The players were not put into a successful situation. They just weren't. You have a chance to get right this game. And the way you do that is by neutralizing that front seven as best you can. And the way you do that is through quick game, through moving the quarterback around to where his spot changes, and by using your jets and your running game and all of those normal things. That's four things, and there's a lot of variance. But if you do that, that is going to slow down that front seven. And this is all stuff that it can be done within the Ole Miss offense. We're not asking Ole Miss to do anything different. We're just asking Ole Miss to be do it more. The second thing is to win third down. Ole Miss has not been good on third down this season. I think they're 24 or 25% on third down. They did not play well on third down against Alabama, but it was also like third and 10, third and 12. You're not going to do well against Alabama on third and 12. There's no world where that is a possible thing. So Ole Miss needs to stay ahead of the change and get into third and manageable. And if Ole Miss can do that, LSU has shown itself to be successful, success, acceptable on third down. And I'll bring it up one more time for those that have missed it. Teams are converting 44% on third down. Um, LSU's 104th nationally. LSU's defensive line has nine sacks which is only 10th best in the SEC. But they have some dudes, believe me. The defense is giving up um, 4.36 yards um, per catch, yards per carry, yards per carry. Um, seventh worst average in the FBS. You can run on this team. They rank 85th in team tackles for loss, and they rank 75th 
and forced turnovers. This defense for Ole Miss is gettable. LSU is a good team, and this is the best offense that Pete Golding is probably going to face this year. Jaden um, Daniels is playing unbelievably well, and it's starting to look like I was wrong about the sophomore slump coming into year two um, with LSU. I was dead right about Will Rogers, and I was dead right um, about Joe Milton, but I may have been wrong about Jaden Daniels. LSU is going to come in, try and run the ball. If your front seven presents that, they're going to start throwing the hitches and the outs on the outside um, part of the field. That is where the ball goes. It's going to be a game that DeAndre Prince and Zamari Walton needs to really be on their P's and Q's. I don't think this is going to be a safety game. I think this is going to be a corner game. And these are keys to victory for Ole Miss to win this game. This is a game that Ole Miss can win. And if you look at the line, um, it was taken off the fan book, fan duel board today. I don't know why, but it's one, one and a half, two points. That ballpark is nearly a pick em. And that should tell you everything you need to know. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first. Listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. Hey, it's LSU week. We're fired up, and we're going to tell you all this week why Ole Miss can win this game. And they can win this game. We'll tell you how. Take care. Hotty toddy.